Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode four of We Could Be Wrong with your host, Christopher Harris. Renee Garcia. John. And Mike. All right, guys. So today's great episode, we're going to be talking about the whole Fauci gate and what's the situation there. Also, our our co-host, Sun Tzu, should be getting at the later half of the show. Okay, let's start with a group with a big group discussion. Do we all hate Fauci yet? No. Any of us do? I don't hate him, but um, just today I was listening to a show, mm. and early on uh, in the pandemic, there was an email sent to him where uh, they were talking about the masks. And they were saying pretty much that masks were useless because uh, the mask only prepare prepare you I mean um, protect you for up to so many microns and the virus was like a thousand times smaller than that. So and Fauci agreed with them and and was uh, saying that masks were useless and stuff like that. And then later on, he changed. Is doing mass, so I'm just it's kind of weird, like how that happened or why he did that. Uh, I'm kind of you know, they were talking about his emails, yeah. so that's one thing I heard. So, well, that, um, and that was that was probably the most um seriously negative stuff for me, too. Uh, Renee was the stuff yeah. he said about masks and early on, yeah, and even you know, he kind of came out later and said, Well you know, maybe for a good image, we should have a unified front here. But bottom line, he pretty much said that, you know, it, it may stop a little bit, but not much. Yeah, I know. And then another thing he said was, uh, in one of the emails are talking about it and that it was more of uh, mental relief or mental security for people. Mm. That the mask worked as mental security for people uh, and not, not to protect them from the virus, but it made everybody feel secure. Well, I do know he said once that when he was talking about that in the beginning, he also said it's because he wanted to not have it be like toilet paper. He didn't want people to rush on mass and he wanted to make sure there was enough for the medical personnel. Cause I don't know if you guys remember the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Dude, we luckily my wife already had a bunch of roll stock before anything happened. She's a, that type of person, but our grocery stores were empty of toilet paper. You couldn't find any. Yeah. Well, so. regardless, masks were, there was no mask early on. Remember that? Right. Exactly. Uh, and I mean, I don't, I think it was more cloth masks that they were talking about, not surgical or medical masks, but um, turns out these cloth masks are useless. We know the but, N95s are helpful. Yeah. We, there are certain masks that, that help, you know, maybe not a hundred percent surgical masks and all that, but they do help and the N95 helps, but when they were starting, when there was no mask and they were telling people to just make cloth masks, they knew and they knew it wasn't doing anything. It was more of a mental thing. Mental Psycholo- yeah. Psychological yeah. Uh, relief rather than just a, a barrier. And it, yeah. it, it, it diverted, it diverted <laughs> the, the virus, but it didn't really stop much of it. So yeah, yeah, I was, I was surprised at that myself. And that, that was to me the harshest part of it. So uh, that's the only thing I could think of, you know, that, well, let's, that I would be upset about. Let's actually hear, um, 
respond to some of the um, attacks from the Republicans. Here we go. About, And, you know, Chuck, if you go through each and every one of the points, which are so ridiculous as, 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 as you know, just painfully ridiculous, but nonetheless, if you go through each and every one of them, you can explain and, and debunk it immediately. I mean, every single one. He should be fired because he, in the beginning, changed his mind about masks. Well, okay, so let's go back early on with the masks, and let's take a look at that. At the time that we were saying we shouldn't be wearing a mask, there were three factors that were going on. A, there was thought to be a shortage of masks. B, there was no evidence that masks worked outside of the context of a hospital. I wear a mask when I'm seeing patients with respiratory disease that could be transmissible like tuberculosis, a well-fitted N95. Thirdly, we were not aware of the extent of asymptomatic spread. So we said you don't really need to wear a mask. It wasn't only me. I'm picked out as a villain. It was the Surgeon General of the United States and the entire CDC was saying the same thing. So as we went from January, February, March, April, it became clear that those three things, A, there was no shortage and you could wear a cloth mask. B, the data showed that, in fact, outside of the hospital setting, masks do work. And third, to our painful awareness, we became clear that 50% or more of the transmissions were with people who had no symptoms. So that's when we said, we've got to get people to wear masks. That's what's called, Chuck, the scientific process. You may- Okay, I wanted to stop right there. So- how do you guys feel about him, about his, his explanation there at that point? Well, you got to realize that not only are they blaming him, they're the uh, hardcore Republican Republicans are blaming the CDC, Fauci and the attorney you know, to them. It's a conspiracy. You know, it's a conspiracy to uh, vaccinate everybody, uh, force them into fear so that, that, um, they can be controlled, you know, it's a whole thing. So him saying that it wasn't just him, it was the CDC and, and the attorney general and everybody right. else means nothing to them because according to them, they're all in on the conspiracy. So as a moderate conservative, as a moderate Republican, Renee, how does it make you feel? Forget about the extreme right. How does it make you feel? Well, I'm not happy. I'm not happy about about him, uh, you know, because in the emails he was very uh, like dismissive of masks. Like, you know, he mm-hmm. he made it a point to be dismissive of them, dismissive of them, and and um, saying that they're they were useless and all that. So then, for him to all of a sudden change his mind and say they're okay now, I don't know. It's it's just seems a little fishy to me. I mean, this guy's been around for a long time. You yeah, would think 40 he years. Would know. Yeah. yeah, you would think he would know whether masks work or not when he said they didn't work, you know? Was he just saying they did work to go along with the program or to try to um, get people to wear masks mm-hmm. so that mentally, like like people were saying, you know, mentally, you know like he said, he said it. Mentally, it, it, it you know, feels, makes them feel secure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. 
Sean, so yeah. you you and I both work in the medical field, you know, and as our outside of this. Um, I know for me, I just went with it. And I was I was happy that I had some N95s when I did, especially when there was a mass shortage. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was just hoping for a vaccine to come in. Um, you and I both deal with people that are ill. That's what our job consists of. And at this point, you know, at that point back then, I didn't really like I, I worried about what was going to happen. That's why I changed uh, specialities within my field. Why I came from being a, a DON to just going into home health because I didn't want to be stuck in a position where I was responsible for X amount of hours a day and my team and whatnot. So I took a step from leadership just to be able to say, you know what? It's outside. That's kind of chicken shit of me to do, but that's what I did. But either way, I trusted with the knowledge that happened. Do you feel that I was gullible for doing that? You being a person in the same, yeah. Personally, no. I mean, I've since this thing started, I wore a mask too and <clears throat> tried to wear the N95s when I have them. I mean, I think, I you know, I think first of all, let's say I think no one, no one is perfect. No one is going to be a hundred percent right a hundred percent of the time, and we have to understand that. I mean, I think did Fauci make mistakes? Of course. I mean, there's medical people that make mistakes. Did he purposely do it? I don't know. That's I can't can't judge on that. But I just know that I did wear a mask, and I don't think anyone who did wear a mask, I don't hold them down for it. I don't think they're gullible or falling anything. I I'm going to continue to wear one. No, um, you know, I'm not. What he did, whether it was for people's mental health mm -hmm. or not, or it was for protection, regardless. For me, it made me feel secure. It made me, my mental health not deteriorate. I think that it helped me by wearing a mask because I'm out there. So if, whether he did it for the mental part of it or he did it to really prevent the virus, I don't care because it worked for me regardless. I don't know if it kept me from getting sick, but I know that it kept me from going crazy. So... Uh, regardless, uh, I think he did the right thing. Whether he did it for mental reasons or he did it because he believed that the mask really worked, I don't care because he did it and it helped me and I'm sure it helped a lot of us. I know Chris at the time was real paranoid about going out without masks and doing all that kind of stuff. So, you know, imagine all these people would have went crazy, dude, like, you know, just paranoid, you know, if they didn't have the security of the mask. So I don't care, to tell you the truth. Did you uh, feel, um, go ahead, Mike, please. And when you think, when you think about, I mean, I've, I've said this a bunch of times before to people, okay, when you sneeze or you cough, do you cover your mouth? Well, yeah, of course. Well, wouldn't it at least provide that much or better security than that? Even if that's all it provided, it would, it would certainly provide more than that. Yeah, and then and then the second thing, which is which made it comfortable for me, and then I always, I always, you know, always the other area there was, okay, I'm going to wear a mask so that other people feel comfortable as well. Mm -hmm. You know, again, real or not, like Renee is saying, real or not, real or perceived or not real, it's it makes you feel more comfortable. And then the third thing, I guess, is 
I'm having, I would have a hard time believing that all the people who didn't want to wear masks were so scientifically savvy that they knew (laughs) that masks weren't effective. And that was the reason why they're not wearing masks. Hold on, Mike. Hold on, hold, hold on, Mike. Because I mean, I I, I have to be honest with you, Mike. You you do sound condescending and and the meaning right there, you know. Why? Because I mean, do you necessarily have to, you know, have to put it in that phrasing? Uh, for example, Sun Tzu. Do you feel what Mike just said is a bit demeaning and, and condescending? Do you feel like he was being snarky there? Yeah, he's being condescending. But I mean, I for me, the response would be it. It's called common sense. I don't think anyone felt like they had all of this scientific knowledge because if Fauci couldn't figure it out and he's the one who's been in the game for decades, clearly someone like myself or any other typical American doesn't have all the answers. But what we do have is common sense and rationale. And that's where a lot of people threw that out the window because a lot of you guys have said the word paranoid 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 a lot of people were pushed into fear and were acting out of paranoia and we all know that when people act out of fear they're not thinking rationally and they're not utilizing their common sense and that's the biggest issue that i found is that there was a lot of fear pushed out there in the media which caused paranoia and caused all this behavior which is why people still to this day will not remove their masks even though they know they don't need it and it's ridiculous. I think it's well, it's sad. I think it's affecting society and it, and all a bunch of other things. Well, I'd like to say something. Um, do masks work? Yes, they do. Because if you're wearing the correct masks, not cloth. So, then, so say on. the if correct you're wearing masks, the correct not masks, all masks work. Yeah, if you're wearing the correct masks, they do work. Um, the N95s. I work, yeah, and. Some surgical masks to a, to an extent will do work. Not not a hundred percent, but I would say 70 percent. So, um, I work with a lady that's from India, okay. And right now, India is going through really hard times, and a lot of people say it's fake and all that. And I've heard all that, but let me tell you some personal. Personally, I know that it, it's bad because. In the last three weeks, she's lost 12 family members. <clears throat> 12 family members, all from COVID. Wow. And it's sad. You know, I, I see her on the phone. I see her crying and, and all that. And, and every time I talk to her, she tells me that she's lost another family member. And, you know, she's lost another family member. And I ask her, well, what's going on in India? And, and they say, well, you know, they just didn't take it seriously in the beginning. Uh, they don't have masks. Um, they are overcrowded. So the COVID thing is, is real. So, you know, people are still out there saying it's, it's fake, that this was all fake. I know for a fact that it's real because me, one person knows one person that has lost all people in India. I also work with another Indian person. There's two girls in the office. They're both Indian. The other ones lost like four family members. All in India, two different parts of India. So, you know, I, I, I'm still hearing, you know, this is fake. You know, this was all fake and all that. It's Where are you hearing fake. that? Where are you hearing that hear the COVID you know, is fake? I don't think people even think that. No, I, I heard it just this weekend. I was talking to somebody 
that was telling me that that it was fake. Oh, I have to be you know honest what? too. I just heard it this morning on Michael yeah. Savage. I was listening to Michael Savage. I actually listened to Michael Savage. I I love the guy. Yeah. That COVID but is fake. They're saying that COVID saying, is fake. He was saying that um that what they did was they you know they're still saying that they were uh they were consolidating all these different deaths and pointing them all to COVID. Yeah. That's different. You know? Yeah, that's different than calling it fake. I, well, I can agree with not that. Not fake, but they were saying that well, it was it was well, like the flu still. It, well, here's, here's the thing. I I I could I could ba- I could back up <laughs> Renee and saying my patient's mother doesn't believe COVID's real. And she belongs to a whole community of people that don't believe COVID's real at all. Where does she live? Like, does she live in a cave or something? Like, how do no. people not even believe it? It's real. She lives in, you know, here in the United States, here in the state of California, and all and a whole community <laughs> that they all work together. They work in the fields. They don't think it's real at all. They're like, none of us got sick, you know. So and so just got a cold. That's it. It was nothing. But no. But they really believe that. And they ask me because because I'm the nurse. They ask me, be honest with us. Is it is it is it real? Be honest with us. And even their bosses, you know that uh, you know that oversee them, tell them, oh, it's not real. Just come in, you know, work work the fields. It's it's fake. Believe us. And they show them the same propaganda from places like you know uh, Alex Jones. Uh, you know, Savage saying this is not really real. So people are still no, they're, saying they're, that. Savage, let me let me take that back. Savage didn't say it wasn't real. He said it wasn't deadly. That people's natural immune system can kill it, and that um, you know, that, that except, for, except for the elderly kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's somewhat true though. It's a partially truth, true comment. It, it is so. partially truth. It is, but there are people that. Are being wiped I mean, out. You just people. said just one person lost twelve family what? members, right? Yeah, right, but you got members. you guys read the emails. It, it sounds like you guys read the emails where one of the doctors, I don't remember the name, uh-huh. I don't have anything in front of me. It's okay. They said that that they didn't understand why they were creating such um a frenzy with um out there because the people that needed to be protected were the elderly and the people with with underlying health conditions. And that everyone else would be fine. And that came from an email to Dr. Fauci. And so all of that still has been proven to be true. The majority of the deaths have been people who have been in the elderly and who had comorbidities. And so the problem is this, is those emails prove that one, Fauci knew who the vulnerable would be. Two, he, he made like everyone needed to be concerned and and caused paranoia amongst everyone. Hence why children were pulled out of school unnecessarily, even though deaths and even just the contraction of the COVID was not prevalent amongst, you know, teenagers and, and younger, younger children, but they still took those actions. I mean, the, the problem for me is with Fauci, he has blood on his hands. I mean, I recall a conversation with you guys where you guys talked about, oh, and this is actually, uh, this is the turning point for Renee. And I, so I know Renee remembers this is when, um, when it got, it, it came out in the media and I don't know whether it's true. I'm not going to say whether it's true or not um, that supposedly 
or allegedly Trump knew how deadly this virus was that he spoke to the uh, early allegedly in uh, January yeah, he, in January he supposedly got information that, that made him from, aware that it was from very, China yeah correct very, so very so that, so okay. so again going back to that and I remember my argument with that was wait a second so you guys are telling me that the president president Trump at the time has more information scientifically about the mortality rate of this virus than someone like Fauci who works directly with scientists and and works directly with labs and everything else and he's been doing it for decades like that didn't even seem rational to me but there were people on the panel that felt that 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 seemed like it was a it was a credible thing to believe and now we're seeing that no Fauci knew and and obviously Trump's getting his information you know from someone hopefully from a scientific background i don't know who who's giving him or feeding him this information but my problem is why is it so easy for everyone when it, they, to, to to alleviate Fauci of any blame or any responsibility when it was so easy for those same people to put all of the responsibility on President Trump? Like, that's what I don't understand. I mean, we're talking about Dr. Fauci is someone who is in the trenches, knows no, I, exactly I, I, what this does. I agree with you, but... I mean, Trump took no responsibility and nothing was done about it. So why should Fauci? I mean, but, but oh, well, you, are you, he no, knew no, about it. No, not oh well, not oh well, but Fauci was getting information. I know, but he knew, he knew the math was working and all he, that. He, he was, he was, so who cares? Fauci. So I mean, Trump, 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 went, no, not who cares. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people who died. That's why everyone should care and should no, pick I it up. I understand that, but That's you can't why. say you care about what Fauci knew and did. And if, a, oh, it's, but Trump, no. I mean, if you're going to hold Fauci responsible, you have to hold Trump responsible. Because we're dealing with the the leader of the specialized. No, but he was the leader leader of the science of all this, which is where we're getting our information. I think we're kind of losing point here. So here, so let me let me let let me come in. Um, I'm going to speak to Trump should take responsibility and Fauci. I think both of them should take responsibility. I think Trump got his information from China, which nobody believes China. And we should take we should take responsibility from our American people like Dr. Fauci, Peter Deschik. Um, uh-huh. All of those other people that were working directly with him, those are the people who should, should be responsible. They're Americans, and they should care about American lives. China uh-huh. could care less. They could be feeding us false information, which we know that they have. And so I understand why Trump wouldn't have come forward with that. How did he know that that was true? Uh, How would okay. he know? The, the difference, I think that one of the differences here is that Fauci never denied the seriousness of the, of the COVID regardless of, of maybe he was over exaggerating it or maybe he was over exaggerating it. Like you just got finished saying to people that are young people, high school kids. And the reason people were kept out of high school wasn't necessarily for the students, by the way, it was for the teachers. That was one of the reasons the older teachers. It was especially. for both. Okay. It was okay. for both. Good. They did it for Fair. the students Fair. too. For both. Right. Okay. Okay. But, but Fauci never came out publicly regardless of the source of the, of the, of the COVID. He never came out publicly and minimized the dangers. And he I did initially. You, he did would, initially when he said you don't need to wear masks. This is nothing worse okay. well, than a, talk, like a common cold. He said that, talk, and he knew already how how lethal this was. He Sunset, knew already. Sunset, yeah. Sunset, we, Sunset, we, we talked about that. Hold on a second. Let me finish my point. 
Okay, we talked about that when we because we kind of all banged on on Fauci for the mask thing. Okay, we all we all ganged up on him on that. But in Trump was saying in April before Easter, hey, this is going to be gone. Don't even worry about it. It's going to be done and over with. He continually and we argued about this before over and over and over and over downplayed the seriousness of it. So while certainly Fauci has going to have to accept some responsibility for some of his misstatements and all the things you're talking about, totally agree. But that does should. not even come close to absolving Trump of anything that he did. It They're absolutely not, does. It absolutely does because him saying that did not cause more deaths. The reality was, is it, it was contagious. It didn't change the, the effect of who got, contacted with the virus or not it didn't change any of that he was making those statements people didn't agree with it that's fine but at the end of the day it didn't cause more deaths and it didn't decrease any deaths what caused no it did not what caused more deaths was that we were not taking care of the vulnerable mike that's the whole point is the people who were vulnerable were not taken care of and why was that because of fauci because of of idiot governors like uh freaking cuomo Mm -hmm. who's putting these people who are infected and chris knows very well Mm -hmm. that that was a very big mistake because he deals with the elderly i work with people who work with the elderly that was a huge mistake and they knew it they knew it but they didn't why didn't fauci come forward when he saw him doing that putting people back into nursing homes when he knew that they were infected why didn't he say anything he could have saved lives but he didn't he he chose to take the political stance because he hates trump and he's clearly said it and so already there's that controversy amongst them, and which is not right, because they were willing to see Americans die for that sake, for the sake of the, their political points. And that sucks. I don't think that that's correct. And I think that he should be held accountable for that. Every side didn't do that was just a question. Yeah, it's just the it's just both sides. The you, person you, with the knowledge. Okay, I kind of want to go back. Let me wait, wait, hold on, wait. Let me ask something. Knowledge. Can I ask a question? I haven't been able to speak much. Just a single question. What was Fauci and Brix's and those other people's job, if not to report to Trump and let him make the decisions? Because that's what they did. Uh, so that's, so, uh, so are we saying now that Fauci gave him false information? Do we even know what kind of information Fauci gave him? Because it sounds like Fauci didn't, re- didn't regurgitate anything from the emails to anyone. It sounds, it sounds like he kept it to himself. And it, sounds like, it sounds like you were in the cabinet meetings. Wow. Okay. No, I'm just saying. It, okay. It, it, nobody has. He Let has me. not admitted to 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 advising Trump. Otherwise, has he? Otherwise, if he if he did, he would say so because so, that would cover his butt. That would mean it, that would mean he did advise Trump. So we're assuming Trump decided. Hold on, guys. Let's wait. stop. Hold on. Go ahead, Renee. From what I remember from what I remember, um, Trump was in charge of the COVID thing, and he barely <laughs> let Fauci put in place. Yeah. Yeah. He barely let Fauci say anything because he was very controlled on what he could say. Towards the we end, Renee, remember? Remember, no. initially Fauci was in, in very much in charge. We kept thinking he, he was going to fire Fauci. Didn't we all yeah. Towards that? the Everybody end. Towards the end. No way. even kept Fauci from doing the meetings after a while. Yeah. And he was doing them. So I, I can't, I no, can't agree with you there. Because I he didn't trust him, Renee. Because he that was if Trump, Trump knew all this, uh-huh. 
That was his chance to come out and say something, and he didn't. We don't know that he knew all this. That's the okay, point. So we don't know that. We don't know that. No, but the thing is, it. if he's going to deny it, where's Fauci saying that he told them and that he advised them well, about this stuff? So he, he hasn't said that. Hey, there was more than, than Fauci on there that There was team. also was Brex. Like, oh, Brex. But oh, Fauci oh, is the okay. lead. He is the lead, and he's oh, the one Trump who is funding. No, he's the Trump president now. So, so you're going to blame okay. everything on Biden? I would like to actually interject. Yes, I would like to interject, guys, right please. Okay, hold on, hold, hold on, real quick. I would like to. All of a sudden, I'm paying five dollars of gas and, and all uh-huh. kinds of crap. Okay, Woods that's a whole going. different subject Chris, with the gas. I think it's important to bring up too because yeah. Renee brought up someone from India, and I did research on other countries with okay. the hydroxychloroquine because that was a very oh, controversial medication. And was that from I, the video yeah, from recall. Dan, um, Dan, from Dan, oh God, I can't pronounce his last name. What's his last name? Guys, help me with his last name. Dan. Who? Uh, Dan the, Severn? No, Dan. Dan Bongino. Bongino, yes. Is that, oh, that are you, are, idiot. Put him on. Uh, are you referring? Oh, right. He knows more than all. He knows more than all. Okay, of us slow down before because oh, that's that's bleeding into something about? else. That's that's bleeding. Don't, that's don't bleeding into on. something else. Okay, real quick, I want to go back to. Put him on. I, I will. Oh, just hey, slow down. Can, can we let everyone speak, guys? Okay. Please. Okay, so so here's We're talking over. Everybody. So here's here's the thing, right? I wanted to go back. So the person that was ahead of the COVID task force was Pence, correct? It was Vice President Ta- um, Pence. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Vice President Ten- uh, Pence. N- n- it was not Fauci. It was not pre- uh, former President Trump. Okay, so we that's one. I want to straighten that out. Secondarily, there was also uh, Dr. Bricks. Is that her name? B-R-I-X? Yeah. 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 She, yeah. she went on a media tour. Prior to Fauci, because Fauci's on one now because of the emails, and she went on sixty minutes and and talked about some of the disagreements and some of the um, I, I I want to articulate this appropriately some of some of the things she thought it was inappropriate when dealing with former President Trump and the task force. Do we all remember that? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. so obviously, even though Pence was the leader of the task force, former President Trump did have a a big hand in that. Now. Both Fauci and Dr. Bricks serve at the hand of the president, right? So they're never going to be put up front. They serve to help the president and help the country. So obviously there was miscommunication that none of us are privy to. We know for a fact that Fauci is going out saying, asking China to please release their information. His emails are released and he's out there explaining everything and he does feel attacked and he does call it ridiculous. And of course, it's about him. Right. But the thing is, don't you think if if there were real criminal charges, if he was really. If he really had blood on his hands that we wouldn't have already strung him up. This is one country that we're all about, no, you know, no. getting justice. Why? Well, like Why mafia, do you say no? Dude. It's like the are, are you sure we're about getting justice? I don't know about that, man. I'm, I uh, would like to think Renee would agree with some people who definitely did not see justice on the other side. And the other side of what? Right now. Like the like the left side, Sun Tzu? Is that what you the mean by the other side? side? Mm-hmm. Okay, this goes. This goes exactly to what my challenge is to the panel. I have a challenge to the panel. Um, I and this is full transparency. Obviously, Renee and Sun Tzu are the fan favorites of this show, obviously, because they bring well, Renee, I always called Renee the everyman 
you know, every person, every American. But one thing that Renee does that, you know, that I don't think any of us do is that Renee really does listen to a bunch of different media. I do myself listen to a bunch of different media, but I am slanted. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, okay. I I don't know. I'm not there with you, Sun Tzu. It's very (laughs) possible. But what I want to challenge everyone on this panel is to take take the time out and listen to uh, his name is Charlie Kirk. Is it what's what's his name? Sun Tzu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Kirk. Take the time. Listen to an hour of Charlie Kirk, uh, Sean especially Mike, because I, I know Mike refused to listen to Fox News. I don't mean to throw you under the bus, Mike, but I know you refuse to. And you, you do now because I bugged you about it. But take the time, listen to Charlie Kirk, listen to Hannity, listen to, to Tucker. Take the time and listen to the other side. And then please bring back lines that you totally disagreed with and explain to us why you disagreed with that line. Because I think what I think what's going on is that, you know, all of us, as well as the rest of our country and international internationally, uh, you know, in other countries, they do it, too. We're not the only ones as Americans, but we get into our own news echo chamber. And we get stuck in that and we get, you know, we, we just get validated from what we already, we already love so-and-so and he says what we say and we validate, we validate each other and we don't really get challenged. And when someone in the outside gets, and when someone from the other side challenges us, we call them ignorant, naive, blind, and a bunch of other names that really suck because it's that's what's keeping us separated. And I do feel some of the big name medias, both on the left and in the right, Maddow, for sure Hannity, make money off of us just telling us only what we want to hear, like con men, you know, both MSNBC, both Fox News, regardless. I could play clips of people quoting to be neutral parties and they break it down to us, but we have to be willing to hear that out. Will you guys take on this challenge and listen to the far other side and bring back something you totally disagreed with and explain it here on, on the show? I, I did already. I if you want already. one, Chris. I can tell you too. Okay, then <laughs> let's start already. with Sun Tzu and then let's go with, with Sean. Fair? So sure. What, who did you listen to on the other side and what did you disagree with with them, Sun Tzu, since you did already? Well, I did more um, research online, not so much listening to videos, and looked at um, hydroxychloroquine, how they were, how they were um, reporting on it, on it, on the effectiveness with COVID, because I'd heard that it is, it is effective, um, and I was going. So when I googled it, this was so interesting. As mm-hmm. you Google hydroxychloroquine, and every single link that you can think of talks negatively about it how it's a hoax how trump did this that and the other i mean how it doesn't work it caused more harm than good it caused all these things i mean we're talking every single one even even medical journals or medical um, websites like webmd and things like that and so it's quite interesting because you're looking at everything that we have access to as americans Mm -hmm. and it's it's knocking it then i went into more international news. Mm-hmm. India was one of them. Um, they so happened to report very positively on hydroxychloroquine um, and actually uh, say that they, they give Trump a lot of credit for 
um, for mentioning that as a as not only a um, I'm sorry, what's the word when, when a preventative drug, but also to help treat it and shorten the symptoms. Um, and I remember that that was actually a topic on our show that that some of you came really hard on me about because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, why are they knocking this so quickly? Why are they not even trying to see if this is something that, that would work. But then it was like, well, no, because they use it for this only in lupus and they haven't done enough studying. And it's like, well, we're, t- we're, everyone's getting the, uh, the uh, shot with not too much, you know, background with studies. Right. But people mm-hmm. are taking the chance on that. And I remember Renee bringing up, or it could have been Anderson, you know, people hurt their bodies to make it better when it comes to cancer. Right. They, they do, um, um, what's the treatment? I'm sorry, guys. Um, chemotherapies and radiation, chemotherapy and radiation, right? Those, all those treatments, knowing that it will improve at the end of the day. And so it was interesting to me that the left, rather than being curious to see if, if it, there was some validity in his statement, they right away, just knocked it down, called him a conspiracy theorist, called it a hoax. He's lying. He's going to lead people to death, blah, blah, blah. But then you see that there's other countries that are using that as, as a prophylactic and as a treatment. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that's a problem for me because are, are we saying, are we seeing then that we could have treated people and, uh, you know, potentially prevented some deaths? Sean, you're shaking your head, but you're a nurse, dude. You're not a doctor. He's not a nurse. I'm not a nurse. Okay, I'm not a nurse. He's a physician's assistant. Okay, you're not a doctor. You're not a doctor, and you're not a scientist. He is a practitioner. You're talking about people who wrote articles, who are doctors and scientists who work with this type of medication. Okay, and this is getting a little bit too 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 heated. We should be able to have a conversation. You go ahead, Renee. Please, yeah, absolutely. I think. I think. What did it for me and a lot of other people were was who Trump was quoting. And at the time, it was this lady from Africa, I think, or she was from yeah. the Caribbean. Yeah. And she yeah. was like a witch doctor. Remember yeah. that? She believed Frontline doctors. Yeah, yeah. yeah she Africa. believed that, uh, that she uh, – Demons. Uh, demons and pregnant women and all mm-hmm. kinds of like that. So it was a little kooky where he was getting his information. I think that's what threw people off. There was whether, other doctors though too, Renee. Remember, there, it wasn't just whether, her. No, there were, there was a handful. Of I think that's when people were thrown off, and it kind of became a joke because of that, right? It, it got, re- it was real. It was on TV. It was everywhere. This doctor yeah. just went around. Uh, I, I remember very stuff. specifically. We talked about this. Remember, I got carried away, and I listed about four, about eight, eight or nine or ten other drugs that we were yes, looking at besides hydroxychloroquine. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Okay. Hydroxychloroquine was one of the drugs that they were looking at. It had initially caused some heart problems in older people. So they put the brakes on it. But the biggest issue was, and this is interesting, Sunsi, because you're kind of contradicting yourself. A bit ago, you were saying, How? wait a minute, Trump's not the medical expert. Trump's not the medical expert. Fauci was. Fauci was. And that was what I said to you. Trump has no business at that particular time pushing any particular drug because he wasn't a medical expert. Mike, do you, do you remember how he took it himself? And so clearly he Why was did under he stop? the care of a doctor. Why did he stop? He was under the care of a doctor. Why did he stop? So they're the ones who doc- are prescribing it to him. Were they Why not? did he stop taking I mean, it? Do we know why he stopped taking it? I know once it was uh, under why? scrutiny. Why did he it, stop? 
I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't. Yeah. Maybe he didn't feel like he needed to. He got the COVID eventually. No, you don't need no, to take time to the He stopped it. Okay. So. That's, that's the point. He stopped because they cautioned older people potentially had heart issues and they were concerned about that. Had he what continued about everyone else? Had what he about continued? everyone else though? Okay. Okay. Um, so real quick, Sean, before you, you, you begin, I, I, I want to clarify something. Sean is a physician's assistant. He is a practitioner. He does have license to prescribe medication as well as make that diagnosis. He is not an MD, but he is considered a doctor. People in his field do call him doctor. So after saying that, let's, let's also go on with MedRxIV. This is where the study of hydrochloroquine came in. But before I begin with that, Sean, would you like to tell us about MedRxIV and what type of yeah, site just, it is, please? Well, I actually did research on this. It's an actually pronounced MedArchive. Um, it's a site that does preprints of preliminary reports. Uh, of work that's not been certified by peer review yet. Uh, and even on their website, there's the front page, there's a big red caution sign saying they should not be relied on to guide clinical practice or health-related behavior and should not be reported in the news media as established information. They even tell themselves, no, we are not, we don't quote us because this has not been peer reviewed. Okay, so right now, as, as I'm sharing my screen, you guys could see where it says, caution, reprints are primarily are primary reports of work that have not been certified by peer reviews. They should not be relied on to guide clinical practice or health-related behavior and should not be reported in the news media as established information. Everyone that's here in this or Zoom could see shows. that. Say that again. I'm sorry, Renee. I talked over you. Or radio shows. Or podcast. Yeah, all radio shows. Thank you. Thank you for uh, informing us. It's, it's exciting news that hydroxychloroquine is proving to be accurate. That's exciting news, Sun Tzu. There's no doubt about that. Okay? It is. It's good. And it, it, just, needed to take, it just needed to take some time. But you're kind of trying to turn it around now and go, see, see, Trump was right. No, see, no, no, see, no, 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 no. It's not about that. It's not about that. Okay. About, oh, good. My, good, my good. focus is more on Fauci and, and the fact that it's not about Trump being right. Who cares about him being right or wrong? Right. Is why didn't we, I'm just going to include everyone, Thank why you. weren't we more curious to find out the truth? Why was it? It's like you telling me, Mike, hey, since if you do this, you know, you'll see this kind of result. And because everyone on the panel hates you, oh, he's crazy. Don't do And we don't even look into it. And then months or a year down the road, then we start to find out like, hey, actually, Mike actually had something going there. You know, that's wrong. So regardless of, I'm not putting anything on like the person uh -huh. who delivered the message is everyone else, how everyone treated that information. Because of the gravity of what was going on, they should have been curious. They're, they should have looked into it because at that point, we should have been so desperate to find something mm -hmm. that could save lives that we, we shouldn't have cared where it came from. But we did. And, and, and this is the result of it. And we'll never know how many lives we could have saved. We will never know. Okay. So the FDA actually did have it under emergency youth authorization. And when, that. what's that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the, in the FDA, that, okay, hold on. Yeah, the FDA revoked it. 
Yeah, it wasn't anybody. Local. It wasn't somebody else. And actually, Vanderbilt University, which is in Tennessee, which is, so everyone knows, is a big Republican state, Republican governor, Republican senators, everything. They actually did a retrospective study across all, and this was just published February 8th, 2021. Right. And it was across oh, okay. studies across all Europe, India, uh, China, Brazil, and it showed there was no increased efficacy. And the same thing came out in JAMA, which yeah. is the Journal of American Medical Association, April uh, 21, yeah. that early treatment, that, that it came out the same. My opinion, the reason they didn't want people to use it because there was a limited supply of hydroxychloroquine and it's used for other diseases. So again, people are going to start feeling effects from their other diseases because people are using an unproven drug on COVID. Again, they're using... I'm sorry. Just FYI, uh, personal experience here. Okay, uh, my ex went into the hospital with COVID, and she wasn't bad enough the first time, and uh, so they sent her home. This is true, and uh, she wasn't bad enough for the regimen. And then, then she got worse. We went back, and they gave her remdesivir. Remember that drug? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And it, it was extremely effective. I'm just giving a little personal excerpt. It was extremely effective. And, and again, I think remdesivir at that time was also a trial drug. I don't it think was. it. It was a trial. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I, 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 you know, I think there were a lot of trial drugs. I think kind of what happened. And I, I remember thinking this at the time had Trump, cause, cause you were right. So you're right. Sun Tzu. Trump would say something and man, there'd be 5 million people that would heap out against everything he said. Well, that would have been my argument to say, man, keep your damn mouth shut and just let it come out and be its thing. Because uh, you're not helping the cause here. Okay, so but, but I, I, I agree with you. I agree to a degree. Yeah. I agree that some of that okay. obviously happened. I kind of want to pump the. Can we all agree too that the that the uh, the hydrochloroquine? No, no, no. That that the um. Oh my gosh, the the shot, the shot. That's also still very early on oh, in the early go, stages. Go. I mean, I mean, the vaccination. Just, vaccination. The vaccination oh, okay, is also okay, very gotcha. much. I mean, this, which is why Johnson and Johnson was put out there, and then they pulled it off the shelves because there's getting bad reactions. It's like there's, there's no cuts. excuse, right? Why we didn't try it as well, a, a prophylactic or as a treatment. There so, was no reason not to try it. So um, Andrew Mark Miller wrote from the Washington Examiner about the study showing hydrochloroquine and zinc treatments increasing um, increased coronavirus survival rate by almost three times. I, I think what we're all missing is that it comes from the med archives, which was not supposed to be used to put out in media because it hadn't been peer reviewed. So I think we're all missing that right now. And this article was written yesterday, okay, in the Washington Examiner. And we're, I think we're missing that point. He got his information from the med archives. And, you know, Representative Green went out pushing it all the way, this, the, this, this news article, and this is not what we're at. I mean, hell, Mike had been pushing zinc before COVID. I know, you know, before COVID, before COVID was even a thing, Mike pushed zinc 110%. And this guy was eating zinc like fucking candy and still got COVID. So let's just, you know, let's just all calm down oh, a well, little well, you bit. Know, you know the zinc doesn't work unless you take it with, it's there's a, another. Exactly. It's a comment. It's, it's, calcium, a, it's a vitamin C, zinc, and... Um, no, there's this one that, okay, because your body D. doesn't absorb the, it doesn't go into the cell unless right. you're taking uh, some right. other one. I have it. I actually bought it. Vodka. Vodka. He's gonna go get it. Okay, so Sean, what was your study 
or what what side did you listen to and then bring back well, that's it. I listened to Dan uh, uh, Bagino, mm-hmm. and I do agree with the guy. I, I agree with a lot of some of what he said that you can't trust any news source. You can't. And we kind of talked about it earlier. I wish I could find a source of information that when I did my own research didn't contradict. Because exactly like we said earlier, he got his source from Med Archive, which they tell you don't use. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lancet was definitely wrong, but the Lancet's an independent journal from England. They mm-hmm. were wrong publishing that study saying, you know, that what they were talking about, uh, that with hot, it, hydroxychloroquine, right? Right. They right. said that they said it didn't work. Um, and they actually had to retract it because the guy that actually wrote it when they did some research on him found out he was nutty. It was actually posted that article was posted in the New England Journal of Medicine and the Lancet, which are big medical journals. And they both apologize saying we shouldn't have posted that. You know, mm-hmm. we should not have posted that because the data was not there. You know, so I mean, I, I, I want to find, but I said, what I'm saying is I do agree with, with Dan is that there's no news source that you can listen to and go, oh, that's correct. You have to do your own research because as soon as I looked up Med Archive, I was like, "How can you quote that?" Well, you can't they quote that. they ask you not to. They ask you. They ask the public that goes on there. They ask them not to quote it. That's what well, they, they tell ask. you. Shouldn't be counted on. There's I know. No peer review. I know. But the, but the thing is, we're so divided, and people want to be right so hard, and people want to protect mm-hmm. former President Trump so bad that you know mm-hmm. any sign of, of, of good sides. news. Yeah, and both sides do it. Absolutely. Both I think protect both sides. But you're right. I was wrong in that. You're right. It's a very yeah. good publication and when they started getting feedback about that story they went to do their own peer-to-peer review on the article and the place that the guy that wrote it they wouldn't give him the data and so they had to pull it they're like no sorry we're gonna have to pull this article because you're not giving us data to back it up right thank you sean renee what's the name of that medication that you're supposed to take zeke with again yeah so this is from uh dr savage okay anyways (laughs) you have to take uh quercetin Oh, that, okay. that that allows the uh, zinc to get into the cells because zinc by itself, your body can only absorb so much. So it Correct. doesn't uh, completely enter the cell. So with the quercetin, it allows it to enter the cells. So that you need oh, to cool. have, you need to yeah. take it with it in order for the zinc to actually work. I've been pressing zinc for a long time too, Mike. I tell people for colds, it works really good with like sunset vitamin C. You know, it just, vitamin it helps. D. It's, it's well. used to heal mucosal membranes. So it does really good in the body. Okay. Chris, yes. did you guys bring up the, the article? Um, so when, when Dr. Fauci um, was doing a press uh, conference and uh-huh. said that, that they, he had some very reliable uh, sources in the scientific world that had said that um that the hydroxychloroquine was not something that, you know, can be used for treatment, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and later we found out because he didn't give names. Later we found out that it, uh, Peter, Dr. Peter Desick, which is the guy that was, you know, on, um, on the ground as far as the lab. And he was the one that he was funneling funds to be able to fund the, uh, the gain of function, um, uh, research. Um, He was one of the authors of that article and, and obviously didn't name him because 
for my, you know, from my opinion, didn't want to see, you know, the Americans to see the link, you know, how everything was going on. And he was the one that actually emailed him the day after. Oh, I'm sorry. He said that the comment was, I'm sorry, it wasn't about hydroxychloroquine. It was about the, the, uh, the COVID, the COVID, the COVID not being, not being, um, not being created in the lab. Okay. And then okay. the, so the email here it is. next day was that, that the email the very next day was him thanking him for telling the American people that, and that, you know, that he was just grateful that he, okay. what it sounds like so to me that he was. I'm going to answer that, that right now, Sun Tzu. It says right here, um, Gateway Pundit, a conservative website that has repeatedly published false claims about COVID-19, says the email showed Fauci lied about, about coronavirus treatment that could save hundreds of thousands of lives. Fauci was informed that hydrochloroquine success in early 2020, but lied to public instead Instead, despite the science, read, uh, reads the headline on June 3rd article, which has made more than 8,200 shares on Facebook. Similar claims have circulated widely among pro-Donald Trump, and this is, this is what it reads, uh, pro-Donald Trump and alternative health pages and groups on Facebook, according to Crowd Tangle, a social media insight tool posted mentioning Fauci and hydrochloroquine, have have racked up tens of thousands of interactions in the days after the emails were made public. Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Effective Disease, and President Joe Biden, chief medical and President Joe Biden, chief medical uh, advisor, did send the did send and receive emails about hydrochloroquine in spring 2020, but he didn't lie about its, effective, its effectiveness in treating COVID-19. Hydro, hydrochloroquine, a drug used to treat uh, um, rheumatoid arthritis and lupus, is, is not a proven treatment for COVID-19, public health officials say. Early in the pandemic, Fauci expressed interest in the drug, but maintained that more data was needed to prove its effectiveness. Fauci emailed comments on hydrochloroquine's lineup with what he said in public and scientific consensus about the drug. And then I could read on to what the no, email showed. My, no, my, my, my point yeah. was, was, was where, where COVID, where it stemmed from, where it originated yes. from. Yeah. Was, lab, that, lab that, or, that, yeah. was, it, was it a lab leak or was it something that was passed on by animals? And my point was, is that when Fauci was asked that, you know, at the, at the press briefing, he said, no, this absolutely shows signs that it was passed on by animals, that there's no, sign, there's no evidence whatsoever that it was something that was created or manipulated in a lab. And that's when Peter Daszak is the one who sent him an email thanking him for telling the American people that. And now we're finding out that, that it absolutely has like a protein in it, like CCG or something along those lines, that it's not created or it doesn't come out of nature, that it is something that is man-made. And, and, and Fauci knew that. And so, again, it goes back to, again, the controversy of, why is he being so dishonest and why is he misleading the American people? What, where, where does his loyalty lie? Like, you know, he's obviously benefiting in some, in some way. I mean, he has the time to write a book during the whole pandemic when he should be concerned with finding a cure, concerned with finding where this came from. They send people to go, or they, they hold, they're trying to hold China, you know, accountable, but all they're doing is just taking their say on it and and we're just going okay well we pushed it as far as we could i mean there was a whole 60 minutes um interview 
uh, with Leslie Stahl, and she she even asked the hard questions. You mean that we're just taking China's word for it? And I was surprised that she was actually pushing a little bit on that because it does make Dr. Fauci and anyone who is in charge of this investigation look bad. Um, and then I, I think I shared some things with you guys that there were some other uh, videos of people going undercover. Um, they were journalists who tried to get into these facilities in China where people with COVID were being sent to, and they they wouldn't allow him to video, even though he was given permission to do that. So he had to secretly have his, his phone on. And so it just showed all this corruption. And he, he did say that they are definitely misleading us on the numbers of people that are infected with COVID. And so we're just taking that information, whatever China decides to, to divulge, and we're going, okay, this is fact. China's, you know, they're, they're trying to be honest, you know. And, and the thing is, it's Fauci. He doesn't even seem to have any, like, curiosity as to whether or not they're being dishonest. He's kind of just like making like they're being honest, they're working with us, which is a load of baloney. I don't know if I read that sense. He said the whole time, I don't think he's ever said anything's 100% positive on anything. Uh, no, he hasn't, but Renee. But he's not questioning them, Sean. Well, he's, no, he's questioning he's them now for sure he is. Yeah, he is. He is. I I, I, I actually have it. I can actually yeah. send you the, the, the link so now. So he's not Go ahead, Renee. Before you, no, before you no, make the point. Not. Okay, no, so Sun Tzu says she's not questioning. Okay, it's being emailed to everyone. if you, if you to the interview, they're not questioning China. So that's how I know. Okay. You, I'm not going off of what he says. He's clearly a liar, so I'm not going to take what he says. Renee, says go for it. How is he, how is he clearly a liar? Please let Renee say, say, say what I wanted to say. Go for it, Renee. Give it a shot. Oh, you weren't listening. Okay, one thing that I, I, I mean, I, I agree with Sun Tzu, but I also... I don't like the double standard. Um, do you remember when Russia was up to all kinds of crazy shit and then Trump would say, well, he said he didn't do say that. He said he didn't do this. You remember he would just. But did it cost back. lives? And no, look, I mean, like, it's going on listen, right no, now, Renee. And it's going on right now, standard. though, isn't it? It's going no, on it's right now. It's a double standard. Biden. You feel like that about Fauci. You got to feel the same way about Trump I do. Every time Russia did something, Trump would like, oh, no, well, he said, they said they didn't do it. You know, so, I I mean, I agree with you. Hey, well, guess what? They didn't. They they haven't hacked our system like they did Biden. They did hack our our systems under Biden's administration, not Trump's. So I don't know what the issue is. I mean, just because he said those things, if there wasn't something like a terrible situation that happened from Russia, then why do we care? We're, we're in a situation where we've lost hundreds of thousands of people due to COVID. And we have one person who is in charge of it, who has a deep knowledge of where it came from, how to treat it, how to prevent it, how to cure it. No, he did not. Come on, son. Come on. You're getting a little carried away there. No, 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 no. Because one so person saying, have the knowledge to treat it, to how to care for it. How to cure it? That's what you said. Really? Come on, that's a little so much. He, so he was he not a part of the the uh, the vaccine at all? Does he not know anything about? It? Did he didn't give his knowledge on how to create a vaccine? Like, I don't know. Maybe no. Trump was, but everyone said that Trump created the vaccine, no. right? No. That's why they weren't going to no. take it. No. no. Oh, Kamala Harris silly. did. Kamala oh. Harris did. She for <laughs> sure did. She said she was not going to get. She was not going to get vaccinated because, because she does now. She got it. Oh, right. What an idiot. Pfizer and Moderna developed the vaccine. Okay. 
Come on, let's keep it. Let's keep it level. You, you got a little. But, okay, right but but the point is, Mike. The point is, is he was a point man, and he has direct contact with people who were working at the lab. He was not only that was he he was funding it. He was funding that. So was the state and department. Lied and then lied about it and lied that he, they weren't doing you know, game Mike, function research. Mike That's and I true. actually. John, yes, it was. Okay. He was asked in front of the freaking Mike, Senate and he said, no, they weren't doing it. Because, Mike no, and, they, they, they oh, said if they knew they were doing gain of function research, they would have stopped the funding. Yes. The funding was stopped. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Okay. That is true. So it's not he knew they were doing gain of funding. You're putting words into Fauci's mouth like, oh, I knew they were doing this and I knew they were man making it and I knew they were no, releasing he, it, but I no, didn't care. He, no, he, he didn't admit it. That, I know he didn't admit it. He still lies about oh, it to this day. Well, but Peter Daszak, that's what he was in charge of, was gain-of-function research. He has direct contact with him, and he was funding it. So how you're you're trying to say that the he was NIH, to that research? The NIH was. Yes, the NIH was giving them money fund research on looking into the transmission between animals and humans, which is basically what caused the SARS and the PERS, the original two diseases. So they were still doing that research, but there's a distinction between what they were doing and gain of function research. And that's really where the rub is. And this as from what I've done with my research, some doctors would say what they were doing was, was beyond the limits that they put on gain of function, function research. And Fauci and others were saying, no, it wasn't gain of function research. It was simply looking into the ability to find a way to keep that from being transmissible from an animal to a human. So that, that's no, the No, Mike, Mike, gain-of-function research, they are trying to um, create the virus to become like this super virus. It's not about how to stop it. And from that, once they but, do that, then yes. they try to find a vaccine and they try to find a cure, which we said, we're, we're finding out that China was creating one well before we knew about COVID. And we also know that there were doctors that were infected with COVID in 2019, at the end of 2019. So again, it goes we to all of were, the deception from China. We know there were two China. or three people that went into the hospital, right? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and they, right they, were, yeah. the they were scientists or doctors. Yes. They were workers that were collecting the bat guano from the cave. Exactly. But they don't know exactly what the circumstances are yet. That's the way I read. I read. Yeah. I sent times. you a article talking about that, talking about the Wuhan lab and the gain of function. You have it on on your text message. I, I sent you an article on that. I'm just well, talking course, about that. It doesn't matter what you send me because there, a lot of this stuff that's from the left side media, they're going to say exactly I sent you what stuff from the BBC. Say, so I sent it. you international stuff. And this was part of the challenge that I put out to the, to the panel was to go and give it a shot, read what's outside your bubble. And then if there's something you don't agree with, to bring it back to the panel and let's discuss it. That was part well, of the challenge. People like Renee and I don't have to try very hard. All we have to do is turn on the TV and it's everything that goes against the, the right. I mean, let's be real. You have to actually really search for conservative uh, opinions out there. You don't have to search for it from the liberal side. It's all over the media. Well, I, so I, I like to think to I sent you more uh, than you just the liberal side. Than we are. Not that much. Oh, yeah, okay. you will. Believe me. I okay. turn on Fox or Newsmax or listen to Dan Bingo or Candace <laughs> Owens, and you're going to find it. Okay, so it's uh, our show's up until next week. Uh, that's for sure. What happened? 
What? I don't know. She's just making insults again. No, 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 no. no. Wait, hold on. Okay, so anyways. Yeah, it's just funny how he wants to mock people that have a lot more knowledge than he does, but, you know, but he's the end all, you know, scientific okay, okay, and this, okay, health okay. doctor. Well, we, um, I'm don't sure Sean will listen more to yeah, Candace Owens and hopefully we could bring okay. something up. Um, Sun Tzu, I, I did send you articles, um, international articles. Please give it a shot if you if you feel like you have time. I don't that I will listen to, yeah. Hey, okay. Can we, can, on our next show, article. can we talk about all the crappy decisions that, and, and consequences that are happening in the Biden administration? Absolutely, we can talk about all the crappy decisions and, and thoughts that, that Biden's <laughs> doing. Absolutely. No, Renee, because it's all going to stem from Trump anyways. They're going to find a way to be like, oh, but it's happening during Sun Trump. Sun Tzu's just being mean. You can't say boo, that. Sun Tzu, boo, being mean, boo. How did that happen? Uh, I don't think we'll ever meet in the middle because too many people are not willing to come away from the far okay. side. So well, thank you very much. I would like to dedicate this show to a wonderful man so much this episode that um i would i would very much like to dedicate the show to a a wonderful man that i had a um you know the privilege to to work for and that i took care of he was a very uh awesome patient his name was john henry writer and i miss him very much this show's dedicated to you um like we did when when uh we lost nita i will do the same for you um I hope you're happy, man, and I hope you're chilling with, you know, your wife and your friends and, you know, happy trails and rest in peace. Thank you very much, Sun Tzu. Call us out. And next week, everyone, we'll be talking about all the crappy decisions that Biden's doing and keep Trump out of it. Sun Tzu, your call. I'll hand over the torch to Renee. I'll hand over the torch to Renee. Go ahead, Renee. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. Next week, we will be talking about all the crappy stuff that Trump had on. Biden's doing. (laughs) <laughs> like uh uh-huh. just just today hold on, hold on. just today i heard that he's helping russia with their pipeline but then he closed the yep. pipeline that's true yep. keystone that's and true and all these russian closed. jobs <laughs> yep <laughs> all right anyways goodbye people thank Have you good, good night we'll see you all next week <laughs> bye bye uh, you guys are awesome welcome welcome, welcome back to we could be wrong Episode four of season two with your host, Christopher Harris. Sean. Sun Tzu. And Mike. All right. So we're just going to jump into it. I'm going to be moderating today. Uh, what I want to do is I'm going to talk about a couple subjects. I'm going to give everybody a quick rundown of this subject and a little bit of short history, and then we'll start the discussion. So the first subject is on the congressional vote on the January 6th commission. For those of you who don't remember like the 9-11 commission or the Benghazi ones, the commissions are normally bipartisan, independent congressional legislation that is brought together uh, to investigate fully a situation. And like on the 9-11 commission, it included uh, preparedness for an immediate response to the attacks. The commission was also mandated to provide recommendations designed to guard against future attacks. This vote, when it went through uh, the 28th from the House, or excuse me, the uh, 19th from the House, was 252 to 75 with 35 Republicans voting with Democrats. Uh, Friday, May 28th, it was blocked. Uh, Six GOP senators voted with um, Republicans. I mean, uh, six, yeah, six Republicans voted with Democrats. Uh, It was 54 to 35, but 11 senators weren't even there, including 10 Democrats and one Republican. 
So I guess my question to you guys first, do you think there should have been a January 6th commission and why either yes or no? So Chris, why don't you start? Uh, yes. And the idea is because I really think we need to figure out what's going on with our country. I think having a commission would allow the American people to have a full understanding of what's happening within our country and the division that has been created. Okay. Sun Tzu? Um, I don't know if you guys know, but there are already investigations that are going on as we mm -hmm. speak. Um, <clears throat> and in fact, it's like a joint review of three different um, agencies. Um, and so that's kind of my argument that falls in line with the, the GOP is that <clears throat> there's already been investigations, there's been arrests. Um, and so the commission for me is not necessary. Um, and we are living in a different time. 9-11 uh, was obviously bipartisan because one party didn't feel like the other party caused something. So it's kind of hard to be uh, bipartisan and create like an actual commission that would maintain that uh, integrity. So, um, so yeah, I don't think that it's needed. I think there's been enough investigations. I know personally some of the things that they're doing um, and that there have been arrests. So, mm -hmm. 503 arrests actually as of right now. Um, there was a Benghazi commission, just so you know also, anyone, and that was against a, a certain party, and there were multiple investigations by DOJ on the other ones too. Mike, what's your feeling? Well, we got Mike. We do have Mike at, he must have accidentally put it on mute. Hit mute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's off again. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, then the next question is before, when Mike comes back, we'll ask him, do you think this actually hurts either of the parties by, by for say the overwhelming uh, Democrats wanting the commission and the Republicans not wanting it? Do you think it puts anything out there <laughs> negative or positive for either party in general, or is it just more political talk i don't think that it, it it shouldn't because one of there were two um two requests by the gop that the democrats did not want to agree to um and to me it seemed pretty um understandable to request also investigations into the riots caused by um, you know, the, the deaths of, um, of George Floyd and things like that, that we know were led by BLM and Antifa. Um, and if we don't know for sure, well, then that's a whole other reason why we need to investigate those things. Um, because there were five times the amount of deaths through the civil unrest through the summers um, than there was in the January 6th uh, insurrection. So most of, the, most of the legislative commissions though usually deal with stuff that happened politically like in the white house the attack of uh, of u.s and the like the benghazi thing but i understand exactly what you're saying chris what do you it's, think i'm oh, sorry go ahead Sunset. no i'm just saying i mean the we care about people who die and the fact that 25 people died during that time should have more weight than five and then we can go into what happened to those five people because that's another controversy as well as to well, no, i totally I totally agree with you 
Totally agree with that. But I think the commission was to investigate why it was attack on the U.S. on the Capitol. I, but I understand what you're saying about the deaths. We should care about deaths. Is Mike back? That yeah, is I think so. Am I okay. back? Yeah, you were here. So I'm not sure if you heard the first question. Do you think there should have yeah, been? I, yeah, I think there should be uh, mainly because the the purpose of a of the commission is to have an unbiased group of people, and um, not to have representatives and senators on the commission, but but people that are not from the government, and basically because of the fact that we're at such odds with with each other, our country is so divided. Uh, to quote one of the senators, in a country so divided where people choose the news that most agrees with them, you can't spin an independent commission. Like the 911 commission, it will give us the ground truth of exactly what happened. Um, I think one of the initial complaints from McConnell and McCarthy was, well, the problem is the Democrats are going to, because they're in control, they're going to have more voices. And Pelosi relented like a month ago and said, no, 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 we'll give everybody equal amount of voices. And um, then about a week ago, it seems like McConnell basically changed his mind and started putting out the notion that, you know what, all this is the Democratic witch hunt trying to make us look bad before the midterm election. That seems to be one one of the of the issues. So that's a very good point. Do you think if it wasn't, if the report wasn't going to come out in 2022, that it might have been different? Well, I don't I know. Think potentially, I think so. Well, if we want, if we want a neutral, unbiased group of people making a decision, that's the reason you have a commission. If not, what's going to happen now is the Democrats are going to go ahead and still do an investigation, and then I guess what? Since it's Obviously, from one side, the other side didn't have to pay attention to it anymore, right? Which is the way it's going. Right? Right. Well, I have a question. Is there, was there any reasons given as to why the investigations that are undergoing now are not sufficient? Because they're doing that. They're they're trying to find out why. I mean, we have the FBI knocking down doors and looking into things and detaining people before even having proof of anything um, just for the simple fact of people being present that day. So was there any reasons given as to why what's being done now is not sufficient? Well, because all major events, like you said, the 9-11 one and the Benghazi one, both had DOJ and other organizations looking into That's those. That's not an answer to that question. Yeah, well, if you let me finish, is, yes, it would is be. Is it not sufficient? Again, so was it, why did we do a 9-11 commission when the DOJ's investigation could have been enough? How many, do you know what was going on during, I mean, I don't know the the ins and outs of 9-11, so I I don't know what they did, how far into it they went into it, why the commission was even created. Like, I don't know that, so I don't have, but but I would like to know why, I mean, I think it's a good question to know, to ask, to ask, you know, well, what's not being done? Like, what isn't, what isn't being done that they want to see done? Because clearly there's some sort of a motive, I feel, especially coming from Pelosi, everything is political with her. So I haven't seen her be bipartisan at all in the last four, four or five years. Moderator, okay. may I interject? Fair enough. 
Go ahead, Chris. Okay, uh, just to let us know, we have a um, a small business owner. Uh, the gentleman's name Juan. He's a small business owner from the Western states of the United States, and he um, he is a registered Republican. And if you could ask him the question, I would love to hear his opinion. Sure. And I say, yeah, we go, we give Juan the answer here, and and then we go on to the next subject so we can get through them because we know there's certain time limits tonight. Thank you. So Juan, were you listening at all about the the conversation we were having on the January 6th commission. Yeah, actually, I came into the conversation a little late, but I, I did uh, catch a little bit of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, I it is a political witch hunt. I'm definitely against it. But what do they know that we don't know? Um, I've seen people that were there that were peaceful. Definitely was not meant to be an extremist um, protest or whatever you want to call it. Um, from what I saw, it wasn't. But then again, depending on where you see it, you're going to get different points of view. You know, somebody's going to uh, polarize it one way and somebody else is going to polarize it in a different way. So I don't know. They're just taking it into ugly territory and political. It, it, it's an ugly territory where they want to take it, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I guess last question, the last question is, do you think, because we were talking, do you think if the report was not going to come out in 2022, which is the midterm elections, which potentially you are correct, would make the GOP potentially look bad. It may not, but it may. Uh, and I'd be leaning more toward that. Correct. Do you think um, if it wasn't coming out in 2022, there'd have been more of a uh, approval thing like there was for 9-11 or Benghazi? Um, uh, approval for the party? I don't. I don't think. No, I mean so. approval I for the commission. Well, yeah, I, I think it wouldn't fly in 2022. I think it's they're trying to ram it down because they have full control, and that's definitely what they're trying to do. You know, like I said, political witch hunt. Okay. Can I? Fair enough. Just can I? Can I add to that? Like, I, we've already seen two impeachments that were done. Like, like. We literally yeah, went but, to bed and woke up and it's done and, and you know, nothing's being done in a timely manner that there's no due process. And so Pelosi and the Democratic Party cannot rationally think that those who are Republican or conservative or support Trump, that that things are going to be done fairly because they've proven that they're incapable of doing it. So that's also an underlying feeling is that nothing's been done, you know, in a legal way that, you know, that we've seen with due process, which every American is owed in this country. So um, this is no different from that. Oh, I think that's what the commission would have done is made sure it went by due process. But again, you're right. I mean, we're all looking at hypotheticals and what's happened from previous commissions. All right. Well, let's move on to the next subject. Um, I'm not sure if you guys heard uh, retired Lieutenant General and former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's comment at the Forgotten Country Patriot Roundup in Dallas this past Sunday. Um, basically, he was talking and someone in the, in the audience asked him a question. He said, I want to know why what happened in Myanmar can't happen here. And for those of you guys who don't know what Myanmar is, it was uh, the old Republic of Burma. They had a military coup uh, earlier this year that actually took over the government from the duly elected uh, party. Um, and General Flynn's response was, no reason. I mean, it should happen here. 
So there's been a lot of blowback on that, on the former national security advisor and former uh, retired lieutenant general from the army, almost promoting a coup. Uh, do you guys have, everyone must have a comment on this. Uh, Juan, let's start with you. Well, as far as Myanmar, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was duly elected because the information that's out there is, again, it's going to be polarized. You know, you're going to get the, the left wing media painting, painting the picture one way. And then if you listen to conservative media, they're going to show you a different way. So what really happened in Myanmar, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not there. But as far as uh, Michael Flynn stating that, um, I also saw that that was debunked. Somebody else had said that he didn't say it exactly that way. Um, I haven't heard it or seen the videos or anything like that. But I did I did catch a little error about what you just said that that he said that. We've but actually got reality, a tape. He's not in. He's not in the. He's not in in the military now, right? Correct. So he he wouldn't be able he wouldn't be able to follow through with something like that. Oh no so no no! You are correct. Comment to comment. Right. If, if he was so, in the military, he could actually be uh, tried. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. For sedition. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The exact quote was, and, I, and you were, you were, I think, pretty on it, Sean, was the question was, I don't know why, what happened in, is it Myanmar or Mi- Myanmar? Myanmar. Uh-huh. Myanmar. Yeah. It can't mm-hmm. happen here in the U.S. It's like an older Caucasian Civil gentleman. Marine. And, uh, his I want to know why Ozea Marine. what happens in Myanmar can't happen oh, here. No reason. I mean, it, it should happen. No reason. But that's right. One. That's right. So my response to that is, I think we're seeing a pattern, especially in the last four years, of politicians or anyone in in a position of power, where they say things in the heat of the moment. I mean, we can roll so much tape of, you know, the Democrat, you know, Democratic leaders saying very, very insightful um, rhetoric and nothing's been done, right? That doesn't excuse something like this because I think it was wrong what he said. Um, But I think at this point, it's like, I feel like we're so desensitized because, you know, the left can say, oh, but they're saying this and the right can say as well as far as the left. And so at what point do we call it, you know, we find that balance where it's fair on both sides? Because like I said, I can roll tape where you have Donald Trump. I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I yeah. thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If you were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. No, agreed. I think you're right, Sun Tzu. I played a tape earlier last season that said all the things that, that Republicans and, and former President Trump had said. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think both sides are flinging stuff. Uh, Mike, what's your feeling about the comment by General Flynn? Oh, Mike's off. Mike's on, unfortunately. So, So the problem I have with it is that it still keeps the flame burning. For those who feel that the election was stolen from them, General Flynn's comments... Uh, lawyers, uh, Lindsey Powell's comments keeps those embers 
hot. And that's that's the problem I have with it. Regardless of, of if he could act on it or not, the fact that he was a lieutenant general and he said something like that keeps those people who feel betrayed by their own country, who felt like their president, their rightful president was taken away from them, that keeps their emotions high. And that keeps that division still steep and deep. That's the problem I have with that. So well, my question- ask, can I ask you guys a question? Do you feel like that has died down at all for you to say that it's going to reignite or keep those flames? I haven't seen anything change. So I, I don't think that he's exacerbating those feelings that people have. May I answer her? You please? Know, I, may I answer that, her? Chris? May I answer her, her question her, that she asked me? Yes. No, you may not. <laughs> The truth is, I, I, I do. I, I do see things happening. I see the audit happening in Arizona. I see the audit happening in, in Georgia. I do see these things. These things are causing these reactions to happen. Yeah, but can I butt in? Yes, please. So, yeah, regarding the, the Arizona audit, um, I mean, I, I don't think that's a small thing, personally. Mm. I think that's a pretty big thing. Um, and since who is right, there, I mean, I've, I'm one of them where I feel like, yeah, this, there's definitely some funny business that went on in this election. You know, you, you, you're, you're up at night, election night, and you're watching the numbers and everything looks, you know, promising in my opinion, right, uh, as a conservative. And then you wake up in the morning and everything looks different. And then the election's still not over. It's going on for days and days and days and the numbers keep changing. So yeah, there's still, there are a lot of, uh, you know, including myself, a lot of us that still feel like there was funny business going on in November. Um, so does it keep, does it reignite the flame? I don't think so. I think that flame has been burning, um, you know, mm -hmm. and then, yeah, there are tidbits of information that, that keep getting leaked out. Uh, Pennsylvania is coming on board onto doing an audit there too. They're talking about it. Um, New Hampshire was doing one. So it's not just one state, it's a bunch of states. So it's not, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, where, where's it going? Maybe, maybe they know something that we don't and they, yeah, maybe it gives, gives some people hope, but at the same time, like since you said that never died down that's that doubt's always been there and it's not going away do we feel um, it has to go away i mean shouldn't no. it go away sooner or later i don't think so because i honestly my honest opinion is that as time passes we start to see that trump and people who stood by his side were right I mean, and we're not going to go into these other topics because we're going to do it next week, but, you know, I'm just going to say it like Fauci and what, how the COVID-19 was handled and all of those things. Like you're starting to see all these things, you know, unravel and it's like, really, you know? And so I think that this is going to be another one of those instances where as things start to unravel, we're going to start to see the truth because I don't think that they did enough to, to uncover that. Um, at least not enough for us as Americans and as voters to feel like we weren't um, disenfranchised. And so, and I think that that's a valid concern and that's our right to feel like there is a thorough audit or investigation, just like everyone wants a thorough investigation with the January 6th situation. I mean, it's just like, you know, it has to be fair. There has no, to be a balance. Totally understand. But I think some people aren't going to complain when there's not one of January 6th, because there's not going to be one. 
by a bipartisan commission. So, Chris, you have Mike on the phone? Yes, Maybe. I do. That is correct. Hey, so, Mike, uh, we didn't hear your opinion on General Flynn. I, well, my, initial, my initial question to Sun Tzu was, why were they applauding? Why were they happy that he wanted that coup? But I, but what you just got finished saying, Sensu, I kind of get the gist that you're still feeling like um, the election was stolen. There were still a lot of questions that are starting to become answered, and it's going to show in the long run that um, you know things things were not square. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and, and, you know, the people cheering, I mean, we have to understand, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have been to, like, rallies or those types of uh, meetings where, you know, your feelings are heightened and you, I, I just, we're human beings, we do stupid things sometimes, you know what I mean, and and at the end of the day, like, we can't hold someone to the fire over, over what, like, if I were there, let's say, and I cheered, are you guys going to be like, oh, are you like a seditionist? Like, are you guys going to accuse me? You know what I mean? It's like, maybe I, I support, you know, General Flynn or whatever. I don't know. But it, at the end of the day, I totally don't agree with his comment. I just want to make sure that, that that's clear. Um, I don't think that knowing now the details of what's happening in Minamar, Min, whatever, I can't even. Burma's I, easier. That was the old name. Burma in Burma. <laughs> Um, is is terrible. I mean, it's terrible that that's happening. And I think they, they're actually calling like a state of emergency for like a year and like, you know, whoever was voted into, it was a, I can't remember her name. I have her name here, but um, she, you know, they, they're actually going to detain her and arrest her. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy, you know, just to hear that happen in, in other countries. So I yeah, never wish that upon. It was the National League for a Democracy that actually, first won the victory in 2005 supposedly by landslide and then they right. re-won the new one is what i read yeah she was she was like uh like the president of the national league of yeah democracy or whatever yeah. um yeah i can't pronounce her name i've got it here it's Aung sang yu su Aung sang su kai oh sensu yeah <laughs> sensu <laughs> Nobel peace prize winner yeah well, well, I guess, I, guess part of the, I guess part of the issue I have, Sun Tzu, is that in one regard, then you say, nah, we don't need to look at the January 6th thing because, you know, there's commissions at school. But then there have been all kinds of commissions and court cases, and you're not saying they're cool. You're saying, no, 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 they didn't go deep enough. They didn't go deep enough. So, well, so the thing is, when, it's not like there's not an decide, investigation under. When do you decide? When do you decide, or on what issue do you decide that? Well, wait a minute. This one you really need to investigate further, and this one we don't. And see, that's the whole point of an independent commission: is you take it out of the politicians' hands, recognizing that neither the Democrats or the Republicans right now are capable of rendering a fair decision because of the way it is right now because of the way the news is presented because of the way information is presented no one believes other than what they want to believe from the particular source that they get it from so an independent commission it, 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 you know all the, the democrats the half of the democrats and half of the republicans they select a committee of people uh college presidents scientists doctors attorneys whoever they want to put on the commission anybody not politicians to make a decision well, let's take a look at this issue and decide if this is what exactly happened 
I, I, maybe we need to do that with the election. You know, maybe we should concurrently do the same thing with the election because I'm worried that because this thing keeps coming back over and over and over again, we're never going to get rid of the notion that supposedly the land of democracy in a free election is no more. And if that's the way we're headed, man, we're in deep caca, deep caca. So I'd like to see it get squared away one way or the other, rather than it being through innuendo and, you know, well, my source is more valid than your source kind of thing, which is where we are right now, it seems to me. Mike, do you do you feel like with recent events, with how the left has handled let's just say the whole presidential term for Trump, right? With the whole Russia collusion to impeachments, all of these things. Do you feel like the Americans to support him should feel comfortable and trust that there is integrity with any kind of investigation at this point, even if they're saying it's independent because I mean, you have FBI agents who should be, you know, impartial and we're, not clearly, you know, and so it's just, there's just no reassurance that what they say they'd like to do is going to happen. And again, 9-11 was a different time, different place. We were in a whole different social, you know, society. And it's just like, we are in a, this is a very unique time. And I don't think that we can compare it to the past at this point, because, you know, that's why they use the word unprecedented, because a lot of things have occurred that were unprecedented and it's just you know it i I just don't don't feel comfortable with it okay and that i I think you're kind of making my case in in the sense that you're you're laying out the argument that neither political side is going to feel happy about it so there has to be a third a party in a sense that comes in that that the republicans have an equal say in choosing those people I I have to commend Pelosi for that because that was one of the initial criticisms. Well, wait a minute. There's going to be more Democrat votes on this thing than the Republican. She said, no, no, no. We'll give you equal equal votes on that. So it's like like picking a jury, okay? Each attorney has so many selections and so many rejections, I'm assuming, something like that. But they have equal, equal, you know, access. And they pick a group of people that they think can render a fair decision on an issue. That's fine. Uh, are you saying timing. that's impossible I mean, in America? That's impossible? I, I think right now, I don't think, I'm telling you that I asked you a question, you know, if you think that Americans to support Trump or are conservative or Republican, do you feel like with what's happened, they should feel comfortable that there's going to be, that it's going to be a fair investigation and that what they say is going to happen is going to happen. I mean, based off of what you see and what you know, do you think that, you know, we're not being rational? I mean, just, I just, I'd like to know based off of so, well, there, there, a fair question would be, do we think either side is being rational and fair? I mean, instead of putting on one side, are politicians being rational and fair? And I would and, ask that of Mike and of Juan. You're going to get, you're going to get the same, the, the people who are going to pick the, the panel, okay, are going to be Republicans. They're going to put their people on there. They're going to put the people on there that they have the most confidence in, right? That's that's the what point kind of, of the people. Commission. That's what the thought is. I know that's what the thought is. They said five and five, right? There's going to be ten on the commission. I understand that, but but again, with recent events, and then you know, I I don't think that that's completely the bigger part of it. I think what Juan brought up is actually the bigger 
piece is the timing. Um, because I, I'm, I had looked up, uh, there was a senator who said, you know, anything that gets us rehashing the 2020 election, I think is a day lost. I want our midterm message to be jobs and wages and the economy and national security. Um, and safe streets and not relitigating the 2020 election. So I, it goes back to, this is going to hurt their position in, in the, in the 2022. Okay. And I think that, that that's a sense. fair thing to sense. be concerned yeah. about. Juan, what do you think? Oh, Juan there. He's there. He's on yeah, mute. Chris is I'm having sorry. technical difficulties because I'm not doing oh, no, anything. Oh, right. Go for it. Yeah, I had it on mute. So, no, I, I guess I get back to that same statement earlier. You know, it's, um, I don't know. I, I specifically, if they, whoever they pick for this commission, um, you know, if they do it now, I don't know. Even as, as a registered Republican, I'm, I'm kind of having doubts in my party because of, you know, some of the, what, what everybody refers to as the rhinos, right? That, that they want to see things done in favor of the system and, and instead of the people. So yeah. what, what are they going to look for? What are, who are they going to establish? What are they going to establish? And, and, and what's going to come out of it? You know, more security for, for the White House, or not for the White House, but um, capital. Uh, yeah, capital. I don't. I don't know. May you know, I interject, please? House. You know, that's the people's house. Everybody should have access to it, but we don't, and we're not ne never going to get it back. I guess. I don't know. I hope not, Chris. You want to say something? Yeah, I do because I think Juan touched on something that was very important, and it's so, and it's also something that Sun Tzu touched on when she was talking to Mike, when she was explaining to Mike, you know, her her perception of, you know, of what was going on. She, I noticed clearly that she separated Republicans from conservatives. Did you do that purposely, Sun Tzu, or was that? No, your... Well, because not every Republican is conservative. Thank you. That's why I separated that. Uh, thank you. That's, thank you. And like, this is one of the things, and I'm hearing it from Juan too, but this is one of the things that kind of rubbed me funny, you know, because I do not, even though, some on the panel might feel that I'm super liberal. I'm really not. And like, it's hard when I, when some of the Republicans that I enjoy, that I listen to get called rhinos, I get kind of offended by that because I feel like they're not. And I, and I, I was very public that I was not a former president Trump fan. And because of that, a lot of my judgment is clouded. I I'm, I'm transparent on that. But sometimes I feel like if you're not, with President Trump, you're not really a Republican or a conservative. And that upsets me. I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that's fair. And I don't think people should be labeling what what I believe my policies are. I understand. Um, well well, don't you think that there's a there is a difference? I mean, that's why you guys talk about being more middle ground moderate. right as far as a democrat moderate, moderate yeah. I and mean, you have more of a liberal democrat so you, you there is separation in both parties i don't understand why there's a different why my you, why you feel because my that. biggest things are there are certain politicians that i believed in that are now labeled rhinos and they were really never for the party that's why i feel that way i i think that's just i, I think it's a dirty cat tactic well, interestingly, I don't feel that way, and I used to support a lot of the rhinos, but I, I can't say that I do anymore. And then another interesting thing, too, is lately I've been having conversations with some of my 
pretty liberal friends and it coming out coming out of their mouths they're like in regret they're like i can't believe i got I, I was brainwashed into voting for Biden. I'd rather have Trump back. And to me, that's hilarious. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Juan, but I'm so upset because verbatim, I've heard those exact words coming out of Sun Tzu's mouth. It's true, man. It's called buyer's remorse. All right. Well, let's hey, let's try to get this last subject. I know okay. it's something Sun Tzu wanted to talk about, too. Uh, and it's talking about the mask mandate and Pelosi's situation in the house so first let me read you from the cdc website their new guidelines as of may 16th and it says fully vaccinated people can resume activities without wearing a mask or physically distancing except where required by federal state local tribal or territorial laws rules and regulations including local business and workplace guidance so basically, the House attending physician sent an email to the Capitol staff with these updated mask guidance saying that fully vaccinated people do not need to wear masks in most areas of the House side of the Capitol complex. But the mask requirement will not change in the hall of the House until all members and floor staff have been fully vaccinated. Now, when Pelosi was asked about this, uh, she basically told CNN, um, she goes, um, when asked when she would lift the mask mandate on the new guidance, she said, no, are they all vaccinated? But then again, she admitted that she doesn't exactly know who has gotten vaccinated or not. So I guess the, com the, the question is, and uh, do we feel that she is right or wrong on keeping a mask mandate in the house? Sunsu, you want to start? Sure. Okay. Um, absolutely wrong. Um, you know, a couple of things that have come up, for instance, if an employer is saying you're not allowed to come back to work unless you're vaccinated, um, I think they're ripping away our right to our bodies, which is a big liberal stance, right, with, with, with um, abortion and things like that, right? People are allowed to abort babies up to, you know, almost full term, and that's okay um, because it's their bodies. And so now we're dealing with a vaccination that... You had Kamala Harris when it came out saying she would absolutely not do the vaccination because, you know, anything that, that had to do with Trump, she just didn't give it any legitimacy. Um, the other thing is this, is if a, an employer is, is mandating that, so then if I die or I have some sort of long-term side effects, can I sue them? Because they're mandating it. They're making it it's the only way for me to, to be able to return back to work. So if something happens to me, are they going to take that responsibility? I, I, mean, I think the regulations are it's either you're vaccinated or you have to wear a mask. And, and we do the Republicans do this in the hospital all the time. And medical people are still required to wear masks by CDC guidelines. Right. I, I still think that there are different, there are certain professions that wearing a mask makes sense to me because of the amount of people that they interact with and, and the way that they interact with them. Um, I am someone that I have no problem saying I have not worn a mask since the day this happened. Don't wear it. I'll wear it when I absolutely have to. And I do it with a lot of resistance. Um, but I don't feel like I'm someone that needs to concern myself with, what would happen if I got COVID, which I ended up getting, you know, I, I ended up having, um, and got through it just fine. Um, but now that I, that that happened, 
I feel like I'll, you know, I'm fine. I've never gotten a flu shot. I've never had the flu. Like I, I just, I've never had health issues. So for, for the government to tell me that I have to get a vaccination to be able to travel or go back to work um, and all of those things to me is absolutely ridiculous. And for Pelosi to say that, and then to say, well, well now we need proof, right? I need a vaccination passport because people are just going to lie about it. And, so, Has that know, been mandated yet, though, Sun Tzu? I'm just asking. I don't have data on no, that. I didn't that, look that but, up. No, but that's that's the direction that they're going in. Okay. And so my thing is this: I, if you've been vaccinated and you're concerned with your health, why does it matter if the other person is vaccinated or not? I just I can't understand why there's this desire of getting this hold of people and controlling them and forcing something down their throat when you now can breathe easy and go out go about your own way in public because you made the decision and you understand you know the what could happen to you to your body and you you did it and you're you're okay now why are you so upset and you're so persistent and insisting that someone else get vaccinated like i just don't comprehend that at let all me, let me get chris's opinion but i do want to say medically for example mmr measles mumps rubella a lot of shots are required to attend public school i know that but and that's vaccination again, that, that's but that's been in play and you have a lot of people who are anti-vaxxers what anti-vaxxers with even that as well because there has been um, symptoms that have caused, you know, long-term, I have, I know someone that, that doesn't, and none of our kids are vaccinated, which I, I don't do that, you know, because. No, I understand. I just, so Chris, Chris, what's your opinion, Chris? Well, there's one thing that I like that Sensu said, Sensu said was, look, she's like, I never wore a mask and I don't plan to. There have been times that I've done under protest that I, you know, absolutely needed to. So for example, um, you know, I have family in, in, in Belgium and, um, I want my daughter to see her great grandmother in Belgium. Okay, so I know in the in the e, in the EU they are wanting um, the vaccine passports, and if you if you have your little card that shows you've been vaccinated, you could you could head over there without doing the fourteen day quarantine. I want to do that, so I don't care if I have the the little passport thing. I'm glad I got the shot. You know, I knew the risk with taking it and not taking it. And I'm happy with that. And the truth is, from now on, most likely I'll be wearing a mask when I'm in big crowds and stuff. Uh, I, you know, prior to this, a lot of, um, you know, uh, a lot of Asian Americans and Asian people, immigrants, wore masks walking around, and we never made a big deal about it. We thought it was weird, but we never made a big deal about it. I'm gonna end up being one of those people too. So I don't care right. what other people do. So that's my attitude about it. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. Juan, what's your feeling on this? So the first two months of this lockdown, I was pretty paranoid. I think, you know, for my family, I'm asthmatic, wife's asthmatic, and I was paranoid. So I stayed home. Um, I think after two months, I was like, you know what? Things just don't seem right. It doesn't feel right. You know, you're, you're home. You don't feel good. Um, definitely taking a mental toll, right? Um, then people delivering my groceries, I'm looking at them, they look pretty grubby. I'm like, how can they do it better than I can? So I got out of the house. I started doing my own shopping. I started doing, um, you know, I I couldn't go to the gym. Gym was closed. So started hiking and tried doing a little bit of running, but back to the, the, 
the vaccine thing, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm bouncing back and forth, but I have a little bit of a, a history, I guess you could say. Back in um, 2019 in October, I had, a, I had an incident. Um, I was at the gym and I passed out. So I thought I was dehydrated or whatever. So doctors like, no, you need to see cardiologists, put me on cardiologists work for months and months and months. Anyway, uh, that same week I had another accident. I ended up lacerating my hands and I ended up going in getting some stitches and ended up with a DTP vaccine. So all hell broke loose as soon as I got that vaccine. I was getting vertigo, lightheaded, dizzy, all of the above. Uh, my, uh, sitting down, I felt like I was falling off the, the chair or the couch. In bed, I thought I was going to fall through the bed. Um, I don't know, it, neurological issues, right? So it took me forever to identify that it was a vaccine injury. Um, How long did the symptoms last, Juan? Learning more about, uh, I'm barely getting over them. I, I'm still not 100%. So okay. it's been about uh, almost what a year and a year and a half, a little longer. What kind? What kind of vaccine? Um, I think I felt better back in diphtheria tetanus and yeah, diphtheria tetanus. It's whenever you get metal injury, you have to have it every ten years for to prevent lockjaw and tetanus. Tetanus? tetanus. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you. Okay. Right. So go ahead, once continue. Sorry. Oh no. So yeah. So I started. Uh, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Uh, doctor tells me, oh, I have a, a triple vessel disease or a blocked artery. He wanted to do a catheterization because of my stress test. I, I didn't fail the stress, but after that, anyway, long story short, whatever this vaccine did to me neurologically affected my testing. Um, I ended up Passing on the uh, the surgery, he wanted to do surgery. I asked another friend of mine, who's a cardiologist, he said immediately that you're fine, you're fine. You know, panic and anxiety, all these symptoms. So the um, end result was I had no blocked arteries, which was great. Um, you know, I try to stay active and healthy, and I eat well, so that was. Oh, oh no, we just I, lost him. We lost him. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, that was a All good right. story. All right. Yeah, bad yeah. stories, but tell me you should see an ENT if he has balance issues. Um I have no, a question. Go ahead. Yeah. Sun Tzu, do you believe we have a right to our own body? Yeah. You believe that. So you believe in abortion. I, I don't believe in abortion in that I don't feel, I've always said that people can do whatever they want, but I'm not going to, I don't think our taxpayer dollars should subsidize and, and okay, pay but for other that. Than that I, I've always but, said but that. You wouldn't, I don't you wouldn't agree with favor, it, but it, it you is. Wouldn't favor making, you wouldn't favor making abortion illegal because that would be an invasion upon that right you're talking about. Right, right. Okay. Right. All right. Well, okay. Well, I, exactly. I, 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 okay. Oh, hey. Um, Go ahead, Juan. You can finish the story then. then we'll let Mike... Yeah. You there? Go ahead. Back to that whole, you know, episode. Um, uh, anyway, so I think I lost fear of the fear of the COVID. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 Are you there? Okay. Yes. So yeah, yeah. So I think I I kind of lost the fear of it. I've been out. I you know I wear my mask too. Um, I don't do very well with the mask. I have to wear it for. Certain work that I, but um, 
you know, I'm, I stay away from it as much as I can. Uh, the vaccine thing, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I had a bad experience. Uh, people ask me all the time. I've actually had into pretty ugly debates with certain certain family members about it. But, you know, here here's the funny thing. It's like you're starting to see more information being leaked about, you know, uh, I think since you touched on this earlier about uh, Fauci, you know, the, the fraud stuff that he's he's lied to the, to the public. It's all coming out. Um, so I don't know. And he wrote a book, guys, goes. all through the pandemic. He actually is releasing a book. So that's it, awesome. Yeah. You know, coming let's out. all just like capitalize on this. Coming out. The, other, the other thing that I wanted to mention was that actually raised an eyebrow as if there's been enough, right? But when Fauci was asked how many CDC employees are vaccinated, do any of you know what he what his response was? No. Anyone want to take no, a I wild don't. guess? No idea because I'm not sure if he knows. He's not part of the CDC. Forty to fifty percent only. Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Juan? Yeah. I was thinking like twenty thirty, but. Well, let's moderator time give his answer on on what he thinks because we didn't hear from Mike yet. Well, I I didn't. What was the answer to it? Forty to fifty percent. Yes, and then they followed up with a question as to why the others have not, and the response was that because they're still taking efforts to educate them and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, these are, this is the CDC. <laughs> like, yeah. How much more yeah. education do they need? And it's just like, how does that even give anyone reassurance that they're doing the right thing when the freaking CDC isn't jumping on it and, and getting vaccinated? So I, again, I just, there's a lot of things that don't make sense to me. I don't know if you we guys need have to wrap traveled, up. Sorry, I've guys. traveled quite yeah. a bit. 40 to 50 okay, seems real, to be close to the national numbers quick. though, right? Yeah, real quick, Sensu, just yeah, to it, answer your question, perhaps answer your question. You said, why is it that people are so wanting other people to wear their masks and get shots and so on and so forth? I think the idea, you know, I go back to uh, when I was young, polio, smallpox. That was a really big deal, really big deal. And um, they pretty much eliminated those diseases. Okay, and that's the, that's the overall impetus, at least it is mine. It would be the sense of, you know, if we can get enough people to get this vaccination, we're not going to have uh, big spurts of this thing appearing across the country, which, in, which you know, puts everybody kind of, you know, because, again, I've had the vaccination, but I can still get COVID, obviously. Supposedly, it's, it's going to lessen it so that it's not life-threatening. But I think the idea right. is if we, can get enough, if we can get enough people to get vaccinated, we're going to reduce the, the ability of the disease to rise again and take hold. That's the point of it. Now, you know, whether you believe that or not, I don't know, but that's, that's why people want others, you know, it's not like, you know, I want to, I want to screw with your head and I want you to worry about it and on and on and on. I just want, you know, if I'm ever around you, uh, I want to be safe, you know, and like everybody else. I mean, and if we all, if, if 85 or 90% of us get the vaccination, I, I would think that that would pretty much wipe it out or pretty, pretty close to it. But that, so that kind of answers why people bug other people about why they want them to get the vaccination as well. I don't think it's like, you know, you're, you're idiots, you're fools, uh, but just, you know, let's oh, yeah, not it is. Oh, yeah, Okay, it is. I'm so me. sorry, guys. Well, I promise. Well. Yeah, you hear that. 
I, 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 I promised Juan that we would be done by seven. Um, Juan, we would love to have you come back on. Uh, Sun Tzu would be moderating next week. Before everyone else goes, I do want to ask Sun Tzu and, and you and Mike a question. Okay. Well, if Juan has to go, I don't, I don't want to stop okay. him, but. No, no, go ahead. I'll listen. Go okay. Ahead. Well, the if question I. I if I have to step away, I'll. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the original question was, but based on the CDC guidance, which I read off, do we think uh, Speaker of the House Pelosi, whether we agree with her or don't agree with her, and I have my own feelings, but I'm moderate, I'm not going to say them, do we feel that she has a right to keep a mask mandate in the House? Chris? Again, um, if she wants to, yeah, she's the Speaker of the House. Okay. Sun Tzu? Is Pelosi vaccinated? Does anyone know? I think she is. I, don't, I couldn't say for sure. Every Democrat in the House has been vaccinated. Look okay. it up. So then my, my answer is no. I still don't understand why when people are vaccinated, why they are so angry and so insisting of others to be vaccinated. Um, and the other thing is, my point was that I was going to get to is that I've traveled probably more than half a dozen times during the pandemic. And I end up sitting next to someone like where my arms touching them and supposedly needing to wear a mask. And so I don't understand why we're supposed to respect the six feet social distancing when we're boarding the plane, but then they pack us in like sardines. And so the same thing applies to the house. It's like, <laughs> clearly it's not a health, it's not a health concern. If, if they're telling you it's a health concern, it's a load of BS because if it was, they wouldn't sit us like that. In in these airplanes and these air in the aircraft and these are federally run, you know, um, companies and so it, it there's just there's too much stuff that's conflicting and so for them to say it's it's because of the health concern and for the health of of other Americans it's BS to me so it's just for me it's a control tactic and I am not for it at all. So Mike, do you think they have the right? Speaker Pelosi has a right to maintain a House mandate, whether you agree with it or not. Since 95 of the 211 GOP members would not declare if they've been vaccinated, I think that it compels her to have to say, yeah, we got to have a mask mandate. Okay. Juan, did you want to comment? Are you still here? Did you want to comment on that? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm actually with Sensu. I agree with her. I you know, if you really want to protect yourself, you want to get vaccinated, then... Why are you afraid if, if nobody else is? You know, that, that's their choice and let them take their risk and make them risk assessment. Like I said, it's a people's house. It's not, yeah, she's a house, but breaking up pretty bad one i know it's a bummer yeah. that we i know hear him too well. I wanted it's to hear not a said. bummer for me because he was agreeing with sun Tzu. i was happy <laughs> <laughs> come on now we're keeping it simple today yeah. yeah okay all right so i know we told people we try to keep yes. it for about an hour right yes. someone had uh, people had to go at one like 7 13 or something like that come back on next week sun Tzu's mm -hmm. moderating I think it'll be super exciting to have you back on. Um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you to our moderator this week, Sean. Super excited. I like this a lot better. I feel this show was solid. Uh, Sun Tzu, you got to do the outro. Are you ready? Sure.
Thank you, thank you, everyone, for joining us again for another show of We Could Be Wrong, but who freaking cares? We'll see you guys next week, and I will be moderating. So I look forward to seeing all of our view- our listeners and viewers. Have a great week. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys Take back. Um, just care. to think, she actually hated our intro and outro song. Now she can't live without it. That's something to end on. Thank you. Good night. Bye.